Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include industry churn, my interview with Zesty AI's Attila Toth on AI in the property tech space and at what point the companies that fail to adapt become obsolete, and it's Fed Week. Are we headed for a 25 basis point hike? Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, Milestones. Giving homeowners an all-inclusive homeownership experience, including home value and equity monitoring, home maintenance reminders and how-to articles, cloud-based document storage, one-click access to hire professionals for various projects around the home, and much more. Milestones has hit the ground running, giving over 250,000 agents and loan officers access to the platform since their July 2022 Series A and go-to-market announcement. The technology is fully white-labeled, and their unique revenue model allows MLOs to double down on their commitment to client retention and maturation, while substantially lowering their tech spend, and offering more value to both homeowners and realtor partners. Want to really let someone know that you're no longer interested in them? For $10, the San Antonio Zoo is offering a special Valentine's Day greeting for exes who keep bugging you after you part ways. Naming a cockroach after your not-so-special someone, and feeding it to an animal. What about when a lender parts ways with a loan officer? Obviously, a new company may not have the same product set, and good luck to LOs who rely on one product and then are cut loose, especially if it's a purchase-centric product. For example, I bet all those Flagstar originators will miss that portfolio product, a well-priced arm that allowed clients to buy before selling. Lenders are still digesting updates announced to the LLPA, its loan-level pricing adjustments, affected February, that are similar to what was announced in November. The middle of the LLPA grid will see fee increases for refis, while the most leveraged and lowest credit quality borrowers will see some relief. This seems in line with the goal to help credit-constrained borrowers. But the devil is in the details. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome to the show Attila Toth, founder and CEO of Zesty AI, a property risk analytics platform powered by artificial intelligence. Zesty AI offers access to precise intelligence about every property in North America for insurance and real estate customers, using aerial imagery, building permit, transaction, and weather data, combined with AI to turn more than 200 billion data points into comprehensive insights about property value and risk. I'm very excited today because AI is at the forefront uh, of a lot of the tech evolution going on in, in mortgage, and we may have heard about it for a while, but it's it's becoming more mainstream and there's there's becoming more adoption of it uh it seems like everybody out there is talking about chat gpt right now which is not mortgage focused but it's certainly ai and has to do with machine learning and algorithms so happy to have you here to talk today i want to start by asking you when we hear the term ai what should we think and ultimately what's it mean when it comes to the mortgage industry robbie thank you for having me much appreciated so ai used to be a buzzword for for a long time, right? It used to be this futuristic idea of uh, computers uh, uh, based on self-learning algorithms taking over the world. But it's actually not the case. And I'm glad that you mentioned uh, ChatGPT because this is giving a very hands-on application that everyday people, not just in the mortgage industry, but also everyday people at home can easily experience what is the impact of AI. So I think we are living now 
in an age, Robbie, where AI is becoming mainstream. And from that futuristic idea, it's becoming reality. And we are seeing more and more uh, applied AI applications, such as, for example, the ones that uh, we are building at Zesty AI. So very at a very high level, AI is uh, based on self-learning algorithms, basically teaching computers to do tasks that humans would do. For example, in our case, we are teaching computers to read images. And for example, to understand what is that roof in that image. So first of all, locating a building in that image, and then through computer vision, thinking like like a, a human neuron in the brain would think, right? That's why they're called neural networks. And leveraging that to understand what is the shape of that roof? What is that roof made out of? What is the condition of that roof? So that's, for example, one application that our existing customers in property and casualty insurance have been using for five years. And now this is making its way into the mortgage industry. Let's talk about your Zesty AI for a minute. It's evolving the property tech space and adding precise intelligence to every property in North America. What does the technology actually do? Take us inside. Yeah, so the technology is based on unique data insights. What are those unique data insights come from aerial imagery? Aerial imagery is usually from a low-flying aircraft. An aircraft has a sensor, a camera sensor, and it's taking high-resolution imagery of the surface area as it flies by. Or it could be also a satellite um, where you know resolution is not as high as from a low-flying aircraft, but coverage area is very high. And also you can have a, a satellite basically survey the, the surface of the earth every single day. So take those type of unique uh, data insights. Take also things like building permits or local weather station data. And then leverage artificial intelligence to translate those so-called unstructured data sources. And Robbie, what do I mean by unstructured? Like an image cannot be used in a model, right? In a, in a valuation model, right? Or an appraisal. But if you use artificial intelligence, computer vision, you can translate that image into structured data that can become a model's input. So in simple terms, we have basically modeled 150 million residential and commercial properties in North America, leveraging aerial imagery, satellite imagery, and leveraging artificial intelligence. And with that, we extracted property-specific insights. You know, what is that roof made out of? Is there vegetation cover? What's the size of that property? Has there been square footage that, that was added to this property recently? And also, so so those can be used in input as inputs into valuation models, but those can be used also as inputs into risk models. So if there is a wildfire, if there is a flood, if there is a hurricane, what, what is the expected probability of that property being involved? And if it's involved in one of those disasters, Robbie, what is the expected damage based on the structure of the property? So I I wanted to ask you what the ultimate benefit is to borrowers in the mortgage industry, whether that's uh, making appraisals quicker or reducing closing costs for them. But in addition to that, I'd like to know the benefit 
to your clients in the mortgage industry. So if you could talk about benefits to, to clients and also to borrowers, that'd be great. Okay, let's start with borrowers first. Um, you mentioned one of the benefits, which is speed to market. So basically with these rich data sources, um, they can get real-time decisions. So whether that's an appraisal or a BPO, um, uh, cycle times are near real-time because we have pre-processed 150 million properties. And basically, when, for example, through our partnership with Black Knight, uh, a Black Knight customer, a mortgage bank, is pinging our, our database, they are getting back information you know, during a fraction of a second. So the benefit to the borrower that they are getting a fast decision based on very accurate information, right? Um, as I mentioned to you, our data sources are surveying properties multiple times per year. So basically, the borrower can rest assured that that valuation decision is based on the latest insights that we have captured about, about their property. And of course, that should over time also impact appraisal costs, right? So um, thinking about closing costs, there should be an impact. If you're leveraging technology versus uh, uh, boots on the ground, of course, there should be a cost implication. And also that could be a benefit to the, to the borrower. To the mortgage bank, on the other hand, is basically enhancing their existing models with information that we gather from satellite imagery, from aerial images, and basically being able to get a more accurate valuation. Also for them to understand if they have a portfolio of assets, and let's assume that they keep those assets on their balance sheet, right? So they don't uh, right away offload those. They also want to understand concentration risk. So they want to understand basically what percentage of their portfolio is susceptible to certain climate uh, impact, right? And also for mortgage servicers, it's very important to understand how the condition of the property changes over time. So with this type of technology, Robbie, they're not only getting a snapshot, meaning you know what was the property's condition at the time of underwriting, but they're getting also how, this, how the condition of the property changes over the term of the mortgage. So for the servicer, it's very useful information at the fraction of an inspection cost, right? That they can get over the lifetime of the mortgage. Those are all very practical benefits. Ever since I broke into the industry, I've been hearing about machine learning and AI, and this is this is going back more than 10 years at conferences and, and various expos. Everybody was talking about everyone has been talking about the digitization of the mortgage process. And it seems like it's been slower to catch on than many would have hoped. But it's finally getting its its time in the sunshine, I would say. How do you see AI and machine learning continuing to drive the housing industry forward from here? Robbie, so you, you mentioned digitization or digital transformation of mortgage, right? In today's age, those industries who are not transforming them, themselves digitally, they will be left behind. And uh, this is the experience of what we have seen also in property and casualty insurance, our core market. Um, so we we started about five, seven years ago, 
providing this type of insights to property and casualty insurers like Berkshire Hathaway, like Farmers Insurance, uh, for, for example. And what we have seen is that the leaders who are embracing these type of technologies for better underwriting, for reducing their operating expenses, for better customer experience, they are leapfrogging their competition. And that's what I'm expecting is going to happen also in uh, the mortgage industry, right? The mortgage industry is a $12 trillion uh, industry in the United States. Uh, it's an essential uh, industry. Um, you know, Americans are relying on this industry. And I believe that digital transformation is not only going to make the mortgage industry more efficient, but it's also going to make it a lot more customer friendly. And we have we have already discussed a couple of examples how AI is at the forefront of this change, right? How AI can provide uh, uh, mortgage banks with better insights for value assessment, how AI can help with portfolio risk assessment, how AI can provide an instantaneous customer experience, right? So those banks that will be, or those mortgage providers that will be embracing AI will get ahead of their competition. Are we at that precipice where companies are being left behind? What At what point will the industry move from early adopters to mass adoption? That's a very good question, Robbie. And as an entrepreneur, I think a lot about when is that turning point where this is becoming, you know, um, a commonplace of, of when, when mass adoption is here. And I believe that we are still in the early innings of adoption. Uh, at the same time, the fact that Black Knight, for example, the, the largest mortgage data service provider and, and software provider, provider of mortgage servicing platform, MSP, that has 65% market share in a $12 trillion industry is embracing this. I think those are very good early signs of mass adoption. I agree. I, tell, I have to tell you, I very much enjoyed this interview. Uh, I think the AI space is fascinating, especially as it applies to property tech. And I look forward to having you back on the podcast at some point to talk more about this. Robbie, it was my pleasure. Thank you so much. Last week saw a mixed bag of economic data, leaving markets to continue to contemplate the peak of the Fed's monetary tightening cycle and the potential for a recession in the U.S. Fourth quarter gross domestic product rose a respectable 2.9%, bringing 2022 annual growth to 2.1%. However, the core business cycle components, such as consumer spending and business investment, began to contract. Inflation data continued to show signs that price increases are slowing but services prices remain elevated and are preventing a more rapid decline of the overall inflation rate. Consumer spending fell 0.3% in December, and November's expenditures were revised to show a 0.2% decline from flat. New home sales in December were at a seasonally adjusted annualized rate of 616,000, and the supply of new homes has increased to nine months' worth. Flipping the calendar, in central bank news, this week sees the first Federal Open Market Committee meeting of the year, where Federal Reserve officials are expected to announce a slowdown in interest rate increases, this time 25 basis points to a range of 4.50 to 4.75%. We will also receive decisions from the European Central Bank and Bank of England on Thursday. 
There is some first-tier data culminating with the January employment report on Friday, though we will receive consumer confidence, PMIs, jolts, and productivity unit labor costs before then. Treasury will announce the details of the quarterly refunding on Wednesday, and corporate earnings will also help sway sentiment. The week gets off to a quiet start, however, with the only data point being the non-market moving, Dallas Fed Manufacturing for January, released later today. We begin the week with agency MBS prices worst few ticks, and the 10-year yielding 3.55 after closing last week at 3.52%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Why does a chicken coop have two doors? The answer, of course, is that because if it had four doors, it would be a chicken sedan. <laughs> Thanks again to Milestones, giving homeowners an all-inclusive homeownership experience, including home value and equity monitoring, home maintenance reminders and how-to articles, cloud-based document storage, one-click access to hire professionals for various projects around the home, and much more. Questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities? Send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcasts from.